0: Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. No set schedule, you know the drill. Uh, joining me today is Juliana. Hi, hi
1: everyone. And
0: uh, today we will be reviewing a book, well I say we. You. you Juliana's not read this one. <laughs> um, a book called by Sue Burke called Semiosis. Alright. Semiosis. Science takes... Many forms. Bum, 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 bum. That's the little, the, little uh, catch line. Sounds very
1: biologically yeah, influenced.
0: Yeah, so here's the thing. I saw this book came out last year, I think. Something okay. like that. Wasn't really that interested in it. Okay. Um, So there's another book coming out, the follow-up book, the 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 second book in the, uh, in the series. Okay. It says here... Uh, uh, semiosis, it's a semiosis duology and this is the number two number okay. two comes out uh, expected publication october 22nd 2019 ah, so there you go this way two books if i like this book i can read the next book as soon as it comes out without too much of a gap just you know flow yeah. straight into it yeah no missing around nice will i read the next book
1: that's the question that is the, the qu- that question look like what maybe not
0: really yeah oh okay that's, well, the face
1: that... that you just, like, made was a bit like, hmm, will I read it? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. No,
0: I um, probably will.
1: Do you know the author? Have you uh,
0: read... No, no, I, I don't actually know very much about Sue. But hey, what I should actually do is click on Sue Burke's name and see what other books she's read. Because sometimes I'm be like, it's her first novel, and but maybe it isn't. Because sometimes, once I said, oh, it's the first novel, it turns out they they'd, they'd, they'd self published like seven novels or with yeah. like, smaller press. But this was their first major novel. Um, so uh,
1: no, this is not the first novel.
0: Well there's a there's oh, maybe. one or two years best yeah it looks like she's been in lots of um uh collections, collections and things like that so uh,
1: interference makes ah this is the second book
0: y- what interference. interference yes so ha, ha, that's the second ha. book in the duology okay. so probably not her first novel uh lots of short stories anyway uh sue Burke grew up in milwaukee wisconsin lived in austin texas moved to spain and now in chicago or something like that so uh, worked for 40 years as a journalist now here's a cool thing about someone who's a, a long-term writer worked for a journalist and is actually a writer yeah no like rookie silly mistakes like ah, it just like, I mean I was looking as an audiobook but it didn't feel like any of those like annoying things which would just be like no don't you know like these basic writing things so I just <laughs> want to say right from the get-go some really interesting noticed, uh, fun fun uh, fun fun writing okay here's the setup of this book yeah so War, strife, everything going down on Earth. So, what do you want to do? You want to spread humanity to the stars. Okay. So you get on. Is onto it like
1: a... now or in the future?
0: Well, it's science fiction. We're not going to oh, the right. stars now. Okay. It's future enough okay. that the world is all going to shit, and also they've got spaceship technology that can get you to another star. Right. This way. So what you do? You get into a ship yeah you all go into into cold sleep you come out yes. the cold sleep the other yeah. end and you're like oh we're around the wrong star we didn't turn up at the wrong star but uh. the, the ship computer was always looking around and waiting for news from earth and looking around in telescopes and it thought actually that star is not good enough there's a planet around this other star which we've detected life so let's go there we it's, it's probably a better planet you know right. to go and, and and set up so you got a few hundred. Um, 120 150 whatever like that uh, under 200 uh, colonists turn up and they have their charter and they want to be they want it to be peaceful they're pacifists right. and they want to set up and not have any you know everyone speaks the same language and there's everyone has renounced their countries and everyone's renounced their religions and yeah. they turn up and they're like okay we're getting there we're going down onto the planet and we have to uh, you know we're creating a, a whole world for new with a pacifist and they call this planet pax you know, for peace, peace, peace yeah. Pax. And they call yeah. themselves the pacifists and, uh, yeah, set up set up a new world. Now, the first, the, the opening chapter is like this prologue and it's told from one person's point of view with a whole kind of like, oh, we turned up here. We're around the wrong star. Oh, but this is good. The gravity is a bit stronger than on Earth, but there's lots of green stuff. So let's, okay. you know, let's check out a place with good weather. And go down and and set up camp and start doing that. Yeah. And then it skips forward, and then like you know that first chapter is like maybe half an hour of the audiobook, and then the next one starts, and it's like you know they're down on on the ground, and it's the next generation, and with with a young person yeah. who is now like the original leader, uh, who the visionary who took them there. Um, so, but
1: they've never been to Earth.
0: They've never been to Earth because right. they were born on, the, on planet, the planet like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh right, so. I thought it was going to be about setting up, like, you know, this the kind of novel yeah. where you're, you're going to a new first planet and you're setting up, yeah. settling. And I and I really love these first settler Terrorfo- kind of. No,
1: they don't need it even No, it's not terrifying
0: because it's yeah, like it's, compatible it's life. There. Well, not compatible. It's all, yes. you know, but you can. Humans it, it, can live. Humans and they can have, live there. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, it's going to be like a landing on the ship and exploring and finding out about all the new life and about all the new um, plants and all the new animals and all yeah. this other kind of stuff. You're yeah. like, great, that's, that sounds good. But it isn't. And then so, it's this, so it skips forward a generation. And then it's like this, it feels like a... Um, a young adult novel where, like, now the the people who were there, it was meant to be peaceful, but now it's a uh, you know the original leaders died and someone else has taken over as mm. the moderator, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like tyrannical, and the and the and the people from Earth who are they've still got too much of Earth in the like in of their course. like in their in their spirit, yeah, and they tried leaving the people, and so then it turns into like a a, a young adult kind of like the sixteen year old girl like revolting r- revolts yeah. and you know there's secrets and conspiracies and stuff like that, and then they you know they uncovered the conspiracy and there's all that kind of stuff, but that's like another, like an hour of the audiobook, And then they go off somewhere else. And then it goes, and now skip forward another 20 years to the next generation. I was like, Oh, right. So then this next generation is, it's more
1: a generational exploration.
0: Yeah. Well, yes. But then it's like from the point of view of, uh, then they're having troubles with, um, you know, like passing things on to the next, you know, getting enough genes and some people are fertile and some people aren't fertile and, and quite a a few men are infertile. Hmm. Um, which was set up in the previous chapter but now you follow the story of a guy who is very fertile but he's mainly now he he looks after the some animals the lions as they call them they're not lions they're kind of big you know Uh, animal uh, yeah they're kind of they again but they're the of the planet yeah they're the local wildlife and they've kind of domesticated them but they're kind of like probably rhinoceros size but then they're like they're like a pack animal so he has to establish himself as the alpha alpha male male. yeah no that kind of stuff but also he's wondering like why why people look at him like he he sometimes thinks people are looking at him as an alpha male but mm. he's also the stud you know he's the one who's mm. impregnating and he talks and he, you know, talking to himself and thinking to himself about all the women that he's impregnated but also he's never going to find a woman bite for himself because everyone realizes like oh no you can't he's not relationship material you, you can't fa- have
1: just one person yeah
0: he's not father material he's going to be uh you know he's going to be too important Um, to you know as as seen and stuff like that Mm. so you follow his story and that's quite interesting and it's some some cool stuff about the biology and setting up and then it skips forward again. And so it doesn't all keep skipping forward over and over and over. But each one of these new chapters is kind of like a different kind of novel. Hmm. And each time I thought I was getting a handle of it and going, oh, it's like, this is now like a horror kind of thing because there's <laughs> these plants which are taking over and the plants can like make, like they give people fruit and the fruit is like drugs their mind and there's mind, the plants okay. are mind controlling people. And I was like, oh, this is going to be crazy. It's going to be okay." And there's like, oh no, it's not actually that. It's about, you know. It's, <laughs> and so by the time you get to it and you've got some bad and you've got some other aliens and all these different kind of layers and layers and layers and each time I felt like, oh I've got a handle about what this book is it kind of goes on to the next thing, and it's interesting to see that she's, uh you know, she's uh, working for forty years as a journalist because it, it feels like somebody has gone right. I don't just want to, like, if I'm if I'm a journalist, I can't always just write the news stories. And some of these feels like very news story kind of, but yeah. some, sometimes it feels like human interest, and sometimes it feels like, you know, like the family section, and right. sometimes it feels like the, you know, like a news report or like an interesting short story, you know. Yeah. So I found it really interesting this this writing style it's like it almost feels like a writing exercise like each new generation or each new th- person or thing that we spend time with um it kind of like tells a different kind of story it has a different
1: focus on something different focus yeah.
0: and but because the focus changes quite a bit and I noticed somebody else also had this... Uh, I was looking on these Goodreads reviews. Somebody else had exactly the same thought. Hmm. And they said, oh, it's a pity because I was thought it was going to be like this conspiracy thing, but then the conspiracy thing was just dropped after one chapter and it didn't pay off later. And I, and in some ways, it's it's kind of like... Um, disappointing in that way because you kind of want the conspiracies to run always through but what's important for one generation isn't important for the next generation no. No, so definitely the conspiracy not. theories of one generation by the time the next generation comes they're like yeah. oh well that's just okay. part of our life now and there's yeah. sort of like references back to history and people go oh that's how it happened and then someone's like oh no actually I read the history that was written at the time and they said this has happened yeah. and then somebody else was like oh no I was there at the time and actually this happened and somebody mm. else was like yes but like my mother was there yeah, and that's th- how,
1: how history works
0: yeah, but the point is, we actually do know what did happen. But yeah. as each generation, it reminded me a bit of Aurora by Kim Stanley Robinson, which yeah. you, you also read, yes. where the there's a generation ship and the people of one generation are like, we never asked to be here. Like, no, what, like we, we
1: just we didn't decide. Yeah,
0: you're the ones who decided that we were going to be the ones putting in yep. all the work to set up life on a different planet. And you're yeah. like, that's not fair. We didn't sign up for that. No. So yeah, the concerns in the next generation aren't. But, so in a way, yes, it is a bit annoying that some of the um some of the storytelling that you wanted that i wanted to pay off didn't pay off and some of the storylines which i thought were interesting they like what i found interesting was less interesting than the writing project of having each chapter each section be like a different different... like a different form of storytelling right okay yeah
1: um I enjoyed it's, all the
0: different forms but there yeah. was that kind of thing I was I was enjoying that it was so switching it, does but it also feel more
1: like a short story collection no, no no it's
0: definitely a novel okay yeah there's ca- there's ca- main characters main storylines and main themes that run all the way through okay but what I'm saying is that when you actually go ah like you, this is this often happens with novels where it's, it starts off a one thing and then there's a twist and it's something yeah. else it's not sort of like well if you were really enjoying the thing that it was before the twist hmm. you're kind of annoyed because you were enjoying that and there's and the a twist who, and it turns out it was enjoy
1: the bit after the twist well they
0: might not even get past the twist, yeah. Because right. they, they don't know. So yeah. there's actually been the, the, one of the main issues of that was this fantasy book. Called ah, I can't even may- remember what it was called, but it was this three-novel setup, yeah. And it was a very, in some ways, very, it was an interesting book, and it was fun to read, good characters, but I wasn't very satisfied with the story because it felt like, oh, we're going, we set up the characters, we go on a quest for the th- second book, and then we come all the way back in the third book. Yeah, it's like, like this, The Hobbit. Yes, yeah, like a there-and-back-end back quest. And it all feels like a uh, just sort of like, oh, standard fantasy story. And then there's a payoff in, like, the last quarter of the last book which actually goes, well, actually, all, what's been happening this entire time is this. <laughs> You're all wrong all the way along. Yeah, it's not wrong. you just sort of like, um, yeah. uh, it, it's, and you go, oh, well, if I'd have known that at the start, or if there was any hint that it was this clever yeah. at the start. But that's not what this is. It is actually this clever.
1: Does it, does it feel a bit like Hyperion?
0: Uh, no, well, no, with, no, because that is that is even more of an exercise of like, and this is going to be, you know, a that's kind of like the, the Canterbury Tales, So sort of yes. like then the baker tells his story and it's like this, yeah. and then the, you know, that other yeah, thing. So it's not it's not that formal, but it is sort of like a like this generational step as you step into somebody else's perspective. You you they're interested in different things and the storytelling becomes something else. Yeah. So very satisfying in some ways, but also in in other ways, I'm just like, oh, I was I was much into it when everyone was scared of the plants and i thought that was the way it was going to go yeah. and then two generations later it's all like oh no these are the plants that we live with you know these yeah, ones kill us just... and those ones control our minds <laughs> but this is what we're doing and it's like do they control the it's all like, Does it doesn't matter because like we're cool now
1: yeah so the even story if you're, even if you're oh. living with it you are you living with it like it it, it makes you like, yeah it, it it defines you as the person yeah. and so uh, if you wouldn't be controlled by the plants you would be different. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. From your... Uh, yeah. But here's the thing. So there's this... Uh, uh, oh, I'm trying to now find some other... The, the name of some of the I characters here. I was wondering...
1: This Steve Lund.
0: Name... Okay. I want to talk about Steve Lund.
1: Okay, talk about Steve no, Lund. No,
0: no, no, Ask me. Ask me again. I
1: was wondering, the book's name feels very much like it is a, a hint on what this book is or how it is or what it talks about.
0: okay. Let's, think, have a, let's have a look. Do you Se- think that, semi- mean, that means semiosis. Something. Let's just type this in here. Semiosis. Um, to, to mark that, uh, a process that involves signs, including the production of meaning. Briefly, semiosis is a sign process. It
1: comes from semiotics.
0: Semiotics. Semiosis. Signs. All right. So let me tell you about some of this. All right. Or well, let me tell you about what the story is in some ways. So they arrive there and they discover that the plants are kind of intelligent
1: mm-hmm. or
0: not intelligent so much as thinking. Yeah. Like they can make plans. Yeah. And normally we as humans, we domesticate, domesticate plants and domesticate an- animals. Yeah. But what's happened is that actually the plants, it's much more it's much more the way around that the plants have domesticated the animals. Right. And so that's the same kind of thing with bees you know flowers flowers pass around their pollen on bees you know and they use it to reproduce just imagine if it's some kind of vine or bamboo so it's all underground all the roots are connected or whatever
1: like like uh, mushrooms
0: yeah like a mushroom all connected. they
1: all have the spores and everything is connected underground
0: so instead of just being like oh i your animals jobs is just to eat our seeds and poop them else uh, poop them out elsewhere or Mm. our seeds our pollen gets put onto their furry backs and they fly to another one and put how about it being like, ah, oh, we are being eaten by this animal, so let us reward this other anim- animal to- that's going to come in and kill eat that eaten an, uh, animal.
1: Hmm.
0: Animal. I keep saying that word so many times it feels like wrong Aminimal. in my... I'm animal. I'm aminal. Um,
1: Animal.
0: So, so that's what it gets up to so these plants get up to that and it, the humans realise oh actually there's a vine over there and there's a vine over here yeah. and they're actually battling each other and because we set up camp oh. in this vine oh, no. the, the other vine this is all set up at the start and then there's one which is then there's a a a, a um, the, the rainbow bamboo which is even more intelligent mm-hmm. and uh, and so once it's discovered they're sort of like oh we'll set up our, our they find an old alien city of like another a a previous um alien a previous settlers who come to the planet but that city has been abandoned and they're like why has the city been abandoned they go set up there and they find this this. and so all of the communication that they have with this bamboo is like with this plant they have to do it and so there's a whole big section in the middle which is this first contact section which i always enjoy this kind of section in in books in science fiction books where they um where they talk you know where well, they're like, all right. So this, uh, they they think in base eight, and we think in base ten. Or their alphabet has this many things, or their alphabet is this on this, or right. something like that. Oh no, they don't. They don't communicate with sound or with writing. They communicate with tremors through the earth, or they communicate with you know flashes of light, and mm-hmm. or they communicate with like the shape of their wings and how they flutter the you know all this different kind of stuff. Where like we we as humans have to trying to find out. We have to learn how, how they they to communicate
1: and how that translates to us. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, so uh, yeah. So the whole um, semiotics and all that kind of stuff—it comes a lot of that through that kind of thing and about like how communication and sets up the society and all these different kind of things. And, right. So there is a lot of that in in the books. But I just wanted to look at what semiosis. Um, sign process theory. I don't know enough about it to say what that could, what it could, or like in depth might mean. But
1: I'm sure there is like a, it has a connection to that word. Oh yes, of course.
0: They're not going to name the book semiosis and not have anything to do with um, Oh, okay, here we go. As an insect or animal, a human or otherwise moves through its environment, sometimes termed the Umwelt, um, all the senses collect data that are made available to the brain. However, to prevent sensory overload, only salient data will receive full attention of the cognitive elements of the mind. So, yes, so what we do is we just go, oh, we're actually, well, I've been talking about this, we're going to discard all of that and concentrate on this thing here. Right. You know, and what? how do you communicate with a bamboo, which its only way of presenting itself or even showing that it can has any thoughts or anything is that it can communicate with different colors of flowers
1: oh my god
0: yeah so first that's you
1: have to actually see that it, yeah like
0: well the there you go that, this is the whole big this is the whole fun section of this middle section of the book <laughs> of, find of out. like yeah when they're having this first contact kind of thing and they need to talk to uh talk to an alien plant who can only communicate by the the, uh, the flower and of course as people come through they're like oh we recognise this and then like oh and what's that smell hmm what's this smell and they're like oh mm-hmm. it's, is it communicating through smell you know and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. and the book pretty much ends with generation after a few generations of them living with this plant going I kind of need to be able to talk you know like we're communicating all this way so far again hmm. I don't want to give away too much about it so I'm like I think I need a voice can, can we work out a way to give me a voice because <laughs> that's going to be really handy if I can of course. you know so, the, shout the
1: plant- ask that that itself
0: well the whole thing is this this is what they do they they arrive there and they say we want to live at peace we're not going to exploit the 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 planet that we're on we're not going to chop down trees we're not going to kill animals we have to find our niche in this environment right and and their niche is within the the realm of this this Of this uh, of this plant cool yeah
1: i really like the whole idea of it you know what? I'm really interested. When if this comes out in Germany, yeah, they're gonna call that.
0: Book? They'll probably call it the Rainbow Plant oh, or, or something, Rainbow Bamboo,
1: or how to communicate with aliens. Yes, yeah, it'll just be, it'll just be, somebody, it something, be yeah.
0: something. It won't be called semiosis it will be called hmm, Book of Generations, trying to fit in <laughs> on a peaceful, in a peaceful yeah. planet. All right, so that's it. Uh, that's the book.
1: Okay, so you're going to uh, read the next one.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, I remember why I got into this, because I was looking through. Um, so th- there's the book Children of Time, Children of Ruin by yes. Adrian Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. Yes. And, uh, and this book was blurbed. He, uh, he blurbed it.
1: Right. So it's like kind of like a, a chain of...
0: A chain of books. Yeah. And, this one, and this one is a good one, is a, is a good blurb. Because he also blurbed that other book, Embers of War, and said that was a really fun book. And that turned out to be completely forgettable. And this is the opposite. So following the I want more books, which are weird and interesting, that don't feature... Spiders and octopuses, but maybe feature something else. This is much more much more of, uh, you know Going in that in that kind of direction
1: and and like you you, you said that it has different characters uh, That it features in every uh, part. It features different characters. Are there like Characters that you particularly liked or like that you felt? Um,
0: Well, here's the thing each one of them you didn't actually spend a huge amount of time with right um I don't I don't really want to go into the characters because I've talked a bit too much about like the world building and a bit of the plot and the, the spending time with the characters and what happens to the characters I kind of just want to leave okay. up to the I'll talk to you about it but not on the podcast because right. I don't think no, I, I just think...
1: wanted to know if like uh, did you did you think like there was some you know sometimes I'm reading a book like I'm reading right now uh Deepness in the Sky and yeah. the humans are I don't like all, either of them. Like e- either of the humans are totally bleh. And, okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> but you don't have to like all the characters in the book no, as long I know. as they're interesting. If the in, if characters are dynamic, interesting, and doing interesting things, well, I don't particularly like need to like them. Well, I like
1: stupid stuff. So it is nothing particular that I'm not liking them, but they are just.
0: Mid- right. Well, let's talk about that when we sure. review that book. Anyway,
1: so is there any like character that you yeah. think like?
0: Yeah, some good characters.
1: Good characters. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Here's the
0: thing. Steve-Land, who's, who, who's what they call... I mean, you
1: wanted to talk about that Yeah, the, but I did. Guy. He's the, oh, did.
0: He's the plant. Did. Oh. That's, that's the whole point. Like,
1: oh, no, you spoiled it.
0: I'm not going to spoil... I'm not spoiling it, but...
1: Steve-Land. Did he give that name itself?
0: It's just the name of the plant. Oh, That's funny. Here's the thing. That's a character that's going to stay with me for a long time. There's these alien characters that you spend time with who, who, um, uh, stick with you.
1: Yeah. Like, like like the, um, like the little wolf, uh,
0: the wolf, the
1: wolf. Say what book
0: you're talking about. Uh,
1: deepness in this no. oh yeah the fire, fire upon, upon the, the deep, deep. Yeah. like the, the the wolf pack yeah yeah
0: but i'm thinking more sort of like with the peter f hamilton was it morning light mountain you know the, oh, right. the motiles oh, yeah, yes. and stuff like oh, yeah. that you know i'm saying sort of like not just like an interesting alien but like you could you spend time in their brain and yeah. you spend time with them and kind of get to know how they think yeah so getting to know how a plant thinks is kind of like one of the highlights of this that
1: feels clever yeah and
0: he's having to communicate with other plants how do you communicate with other plants yeah and to him, all of the other plants... Like, through
1: actions, right? Like, what you can mean? only do, like... No.
0: No? You don't want to give it to, away too right. much, okay. but we understand well, what I, I'm he I'm really think...
1: interested in that book now.
0: What he thinks about, like, what does he think about all the other, like, all the other plants and how they communicate with him and, and what personalities the other plants have, you know? Ha. Huh. And all that kind of stuff is really good. There are interesting human characters, but like you say, the human characters kind of come and go a bit. It's yeah. like, you, 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 you'll see one person... And then they'll they'll talk about the the younger generation below them. Right and then you'll spend time with that younger generation who will also the, the older generation will be the old adults and stuff that like they're trying to get out from under right. now that they're in their 20s or 30s yeah, so and they'll be having kids having two... so yeah you've always got like this three generation spread the people yeah. in the previous generation the generation and then sort of like the, the... acknowledged next generation yes. coming down that's and a f- so, each, really so a lot of the characters you actually see from like two or three different points of view yeah. you'll see them when they're like six years old and they're getting up to no good you'll, you'll then spend time with them as a 30, 20, 30 year old yeah, And then you'll also see them in the background of like, you know, they're the older generation, they're the 60-year-olds of the next, yeah, of the next, 16, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the next one stuff nice. like that. So it's good fun.
1: So how long is this book? How, it's how? Like a,
0: a, let me have a look here on Audible. Uh, 14 hour and 46 minutes, so about 15 hour audiobook. Okay. It's really, really good. Maybe a bit, not too long. The thing is, I know it's a good book because it stopped me going to sleep you know often i'll put on <laughs> a book to, to to listen to to, to make me go to sleep but yeah. this is the book which it, like quite a few times i put it on to fall asleep sometimes i would fall asleep you know if a chapter ended and then yeah. there's like a new cast of characters there's a very few things send me to sleep quicker than a new cast of characters of course, they're and they're, i can't you know, keep no, no, like, track who, who and my, where, brain, what, my brain my oh. brain's like who's talking now oh nah. what were they doing where are they now like that kind of stuff and my brain just goes nah best sleep like yeah. that but if it's characters i already know spending time with and they get into an interesting situation my brain is just like nope you're not getting to sleep that's it
1: <laughs> i want to know more i need
0: to know more i need yeah. to know more so cool. yeah so uh yeah it's a good one oh uh narrated by caitlin davies and thomas daniel thomas may which is which is quite fun caitlin Davies, i think i've r- listened to audiobooks her before or maybe i recognize rec- recognize the name of the uh, of the
1: looks like a lot of fantasy yes lots
0: of vampire books it seems yeah. like uh, yeah so, so I've probably uh, I've probably heard her voice before maybe not but it sounded like a familiar voice maybe she's just a good narrator and makes me feel like it's a it's a good book Daniel Thomas May don't know very much about this this uh, person The Rift had uh, I just need to look on the left on the right hand here and if I see anything that's in my library I know no, I don't remember anyway two good good audiobook narrators pretty good uh, all good um yes. Uh I don't have anything to say about it. It's a short Should podcast. I read it? Yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. Cool. See if it see if it ever comes what, what to a library. What, what
1: do you, uh, the Goodreads community uh
0: lots of lots of like it. four stars. Let's have a quick look over here. Uh Semiosis. Uh three overall. point three point nine three generally, That's overall. Good. And Friends of Luke Burge, three point nine four. So it's like a solid for me this is a four, four star, star four star novel.
1: Right. It
0: could have been, it could have been a high, it could be better, it could have been better. Let me okay. put it that way. Okay. If it, I kind like I say, there was always this thing where like the, the references to the previous generations kind of carried over through the generations. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wish some of the problems would as well. Right. Like, in fact, let me just go down and have a look at, uh, there was a, there was a review down here. Oh, the thing is it might be a, it might be a different, uh, different person here. Uh, I'm not going to be able to find it because the the page reloaded. So, oh, maybe it was was it Peter Tillman or something like no, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, some someone mentioned how they wanted. They were a bit disappointed by how uh, quite a few of the like the parts were just you know dropped. Like some some things that were important in in one in one um, in one story were kind of dropped later on. Right. And they wanted they wanted the thing to be. Uh, uh, you know, filled out a bit more. They were like, oh, I thought the story was going in this direction and then it went in a different direction. That was unsatisfying. Yeah. Uh, But I can't find this. Yeah, sometimes you want the
1: struggles, that they live the struggles, that you you get to know what was the solution to the problem. Oh, no, it's never about that. It's just sort of...
0: I don't know. It's... uh, Oh, yeah, I think it might be... uh, oh no isn't this Hank was sort of like how to justify my three star rating space faring civilization whose AI picked up the perfect planet yet couldn't compensate for higher gravity when landing yeah there was a little bit of that start thing where you just go it felt very much about like the Mayflower no what was it what was the the boat that went over to America and we're like we're the pilgrims and we're the Mayflower they turn up there and they're like oh shit we're the uh, oh no we don't have anything to eat and then we have to ask the uh, you know the locals locals to do it and we can't work out and we're all starving and they come and give gifts and all that kind of stuff and there's like oh and also we bought you know flu and typhoid and all these other kind of stuff comes yeah, we, he,
1: in yeah, yeah your, um, our presents to you yes yeah, so
0: here's our presents back to you is mm. uh, the pox and whatever so yeah, so it did feel a bit like that at the start. So I'm like, wow, you managed to cross the Atlantic Ocean and set up a colony, but you didn't bring food. You know, there was a there was a little bit of that at the start. You know, right. but that's kind of dropped because then there, it seemed to be very. It wasn't a colonial thing in the end. It was sort of like yeah. trying to be anti-colonial in yeah. some ways. That they yeah. were trying to be peaceful. Yeah. And when they ca- accounted other things, they were like, well, how can we make this work with us? How can we not compete against them? How can we find like how can we find our own slot there? Yeah. So I quite liked that. It but was all about peace. But especially like if you piece. think
1: about. Okay, if if they don't want to harm any plants. Like plants are everywhere. Mhm. And also you they they kind of need stuff to live off, right? So yeah. But
0: you don't have to kill plants, you can just pick them. And um, if you if your plants don't mind you cutting the plants down as long as you spread their seeds again.
1: Right. That, I see.
0: That's the most important thing. Oh, you you just got some beans. And the uh, yeah. beans are happy for you to eat the, some of the, the, the green beans. Because you also got their... Clever. I
1: was a clever gardener. Because you also got some acting, seeds. Yes, though the plants were acting on me. Yes,
0: because the, all were, the plants in the garden, they're going to die over the winter anyway.
1: I did what they wanted me to do. Exactly. The, you, it had loads of green beans on the plant. Yeah. And there were a few that were already like a bit like dried off. Yeah. So I took them and yeah. took the inside beans for the yeah. seeds for next year. So
0: exactly. You fitted in well, to... Bean plant. You, you you fitted into the gardens.
1: Oh I communicated with a bean plant.
0: No, you didn't communicate with them.
1: No, I also killed them.
0: You didn't kill I them. Took them. They out would the have died anyway. All no, they maybe. need they for each bean plant, each bean plant get, puts off, say, a hundred beans or a hundred yeah. seeds in all the beans, whatever. And all they need is for one of them to be successful. True. So for you to care enough about them to replant one bean or like 10, 10 seeds. And one of them will grow I have again. a lot.
1: I, there will be more bean plants next yes, year. Yes, I'm
0: just saying that that's all I care about. That's how you fit in.
1: Now you understand you, plants... You have been- No,
0: you have been domesticated by the beans. I
1: have been, yes. Or
0: have the green beans been domesticated by, cultivated by you? So which direction does it go?
1: Well, originally I've put the bean into the ground. Yeah. So without me it wouldn't be there.
0: No, but it's the whole selfish gene kind of thing, isn't it? Genes don't care about anything about anybody else except that they want to be replicated into the future. True.
1: I mean, that, this is how viruses work. Yeah, exactly. It? Viruses yeah.
0: only care they about... Don't,
1: they don't really want to kill anybody. Yeah.
0: And so this is this book is about that, if yeah. you know what I mean. Sort True. of like, which direction does the, you know, sort of like that movie, what do we watch, Rambo yesterday, yeah. and they're sort of like, we're not hunting him, he's hunting us, you know. Oh, like, is like, it? You're not stuck in, you know, I'm not stuck in here with you, you're stuck in here with me, you know, yeah. all those different quotes. And,
1: and, and you said before, uh, the computer game plays us or yes. we play the computer game yes
0: it's when you're when we're playing beat saber on the vr
1: yeah
0: uh, are we telling the computer game what to do or is the computer game telling us what to do
1: very much because in a fighting this. game
0: you're pressing buttons and it's doing what you say yeah within beat saber or ddr or whatever it's telling you what to, what do, to do and, and you, then do you and you try and do it so yeah. there you go yeah, yeah yeah which which way around does it all go and this book is about that with plants not so much with computer games
1: yeah <laughs> cool. all right nice one
0: four stars if you, enjoy, if you think you'll enjoy this, get, check this out. You can get this audiobook for free, which is a good audiobook. Go over to audibletrial.com forward slash sfbrp. Audible, audible trial, yeah, and you can get uh, this book for free, and it's worth it. Nice. And, and, and then you can sign up for a, a monthly plan if you want to, which is really cool. I have a monthly Audible plan. And, uh, yes, I've got another audiobook credit to spend now.
1: Ooh, did uh, you find a new book already? Well, no, I'm
0: because you already got the audiobook of A Deepness e-book. in the Sky.
1: Ebook. I got the e- ebook. Not. Oh, oh, you mean I, I already previously, ha- yes, previously, on your Audible
0: account, yes. you got A Deepness True. in the Sky. So I don't need to spend a credit for this time because I'm just going to... I just signed in with your you already got
1: to i'm only I, like i 300 or something yeah but it's like a thousand but, page books. but
0: here's the thing i don't mind reading the book i've read it before i don't mind listening to the whole audiobook and then waiting for you to finish it okay. i can you it, just
1: need a it. i just
0: i just well it's not a refresher i've only read it once before okay so it's not as if it's like fire upon the deep i've read like three or three times now i think okay um deepness in the sky i've only read once before so this is only my second time through so uh, what I'm trying to say is, I don't mind getting through this. I'll get through this book pretty quick, and then I'll just do another book and review that one, and then we can we can just again no set schedule to this no, podcast. We just do that's it. Good. Let's go over to SFBRP listeners group books I would like to see reviewed. So this is another thing you can do is to check over this. Um, There's some
1: activity there.
0: Yes. Uh, well, Greg said, yeah, this is September. Another one today. Greg said, you might like recursion, which reminds me of minding tomorrow. Is there a form of time travel that leads to recurring events with a twist that rapidly grows out of hand?
1: I've been impressed
0: with other Blake Crouch novels. And they've shown up on free audiobook account associated in, with my public library. So, again, another person who's got the library yeah. app, check out yeah, the library app. Yeah, people
1: do that. It's really cool. You have access to lots of stuff that you maybe wouldn't yeah. check out. But
0: <laughs> then Ryan <laughs> no Then Ryan said, Greg's post above prompted a thought. I can't remember if I ever mentioned Version Control by Dexter Palmer. I think you, Luke, would enjoy it and probably Juliana, too. It's one of those, what if we could change the past and make an all new timeline stories? But it's very cleverly done and written with a lot of wit in my Opinion. Also, come to think of it, Arcadia by Ian Piers is another book that does clever things with timelines. It's not the most heavyweight story in terms of science fiction ideas, but it was a lot of fun. And then there's Ian MacDonald's Lunar New Moon trilogy Game of Thrones meets Dynasty meets William Gibson.
1: That doesn't sound familiar. I
0: know, it doesn't really. I'm not interested in Game of Thrones. I've I've heard about Ian. It, I've heard that people, some people, really get into it. It doesn't feel like the kind of science fiction I'm going to put any time or effort into. I'm not but saying the it's other bad. things
1: sound good. Yeah, the other ones so I, yeah. I could
0: check tre- check out that recursion. I um, will definitely
1: have a look in my library. Version control,
0: is... Arcadia. So I'm so going to add stuff. those. In fact, let me just let me just open them in new tabs, and I will. Add those to my to read list. I don't know what book I'm going to read next. Oh no, I do. Well, uh, you know, I've Deepest got in uh, *Deepness in the Sky*, but I might uh, have a look through and try and find some other books. And then, when I finish *Deepness in the Sky* and another book, then uh, then um, *Semiosis Duology Number two Interference. Might be Interference. Uh, is it called *Interference*? Yes, *Interference*. Yes. Um, it comes
1: out at the end of October. By the time you have, probably yes, that's what finished... I'm saying.
0: Expected publication yeah, 2019. Good. So, uh, yeah, that's it all right Last one i'm quite tired i think i might yeah. go to bed in a minute let's do that gotta take a photo oh yes email me luke at juggler.net and uh follow us on twitter we're at luke burridge and at jukuberlin also on instagram as well look not a lot of not a lot of uh, science fiction book <laughs> review talk on instagram or, twitter, or on twitter um but uh, you can follow along with our other projects pictures of the garden from juliana yep me juggling and other people juggling on my Instagram, which is always good fun. And uh, also, if you enjoying this and if you ever thought, hey, I've I uh, ordered, already got an Audible um, subscription. Yeah. And I can't support the podcast in any way monetarily by getting signing up for audibletrial.com forward slash SFBIP. You can always check out my... We, I've got a, a Patreon now, so you can go check mm. out patreon.com forward slash Luke Burridge. Which also
1: to, helps. It's with.
0: mostly about my juggling projects. It's mostly for jugglers to support me in my juggling projects and videos and fight night combat and all these other kind of stuff that I do for other jugglers. But if you're interested in doing that and you can get another podcast, the juggling podcast <laughs> uh, patreon exclusive juggling podcast which is me, more me and juliana talking about stuff and we, that's why we're talking about the video games and what like do we play like do we play the game or does the game play us we were talking about that with juggling and the latest episode of the juggling podcast is called brains versus juggling i think wasn't it Ooh, yeah and uh, that was a fun discussion and lots of other stuff so check check out that stuff on uh on patreon.com forward slash Luke Burge if you're interested all right that's it thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time
1: Goodbye.